the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This segment of Faith Talk Live brought to you by America's Benefit, LLC. Comprehensive health care coverage for 30 to 60% less. Online at OurPlanRocks.com. It's just another manic Monday. When Rick and Dan are on the radio, it's just another Maniac Monday on Faith Talk Atlanta. Come on, boys. Make some noise. Look out! It is the Monday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Did we scare you with the beginning of the uh, show there, Rick? <laughs> you, like, you jumped a little bit when the music started. <laughs> I did just a little bit. Did you? I haven't had enough espresso <laughs> yeah. today. He's a little depresso. Uh, <laughs> she's not here all week, ladies and gentlemen. That's the hook. That's the hook that's oh, come through the goodness. door. Was that our executive producer, Adam the Beard, Samurai Man by No Socks? Just say no, Asher. He's delivering coffee now. Notice he delivered to one person yeah. of the three of us. I yeah. was standing in line, and then I looked at the I time, was, and I was like, I'm going to be late and for Rick and Dan. So I sprinted. Over here. If you would have went uh, with uh, Shamso or more than a receptionist, uh, you'd still be there in 2019. That's why mm-hmm. I couldn't go with her. <laughs> Not today. Welcome to uh, Monday. Uh, you're kind of happy today. Not usually, though. I can tell it's Monday by looking at your face. No, no, not at all. It's Monday. I'm not happy at all. <laughs> I need a weekend from my weekend. Can we? Can we have that? Because Dan did a, another wedding, ladies and gentlemen. He's oh the yeah, DJ. I saw that. Oh, so I'm about to get out on the bride and the groom. <laughs> you uh, you said you didn't have many dancers this time. What what, uh, ha- what yeah. happened? I'm I'm not sure. I mean, I played the normal songs to get people out, and there were a few dancers, but just not. Not as many as normal. That's because you're not putting the devil's cough syrup in people's drinks. They get up and they shake their they shake their the, groove thing. Look the out! Devil's cough syrup. Wow. What did you drink this morning? Uh, I didn't drink any espresso. That's what I didn't I, drink. I, didn't I need either. some, and I am feeling depressed. I know. I and knew it's it. It's Monday. Is this leftover energy from uh, Catalyst? Uh, oh, that was, was fun. That this past cool? Week. That was that was so awesome. And I Good understand time. that uh, Tiana got arrested for Did you? getting on stage with Tim Tebow. <laughs> Did you? No, what not happened? this time. You not tried to. Time. You just they wouldn't let you. No, I had to. I had to leave. I didn't even get a chance to see him at all. Mm. At all, Dan had a chance. Dan did. Did Dan, you meet him, Dan? No, Dan did not. Dan touched his envelope. You did? <laughs> Beg your pardon? <laughs> well, the... Yes, uh, I did. The bunker, the... Uh, oh, that's right. You weren't there on day two. No, you I wasn't. You were there Thursday. I was. Mm-hmm. Friday, you had to do paperwork here mm-hmm. yeah. at, the, at the home office. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so apparently Thursday, after we were in there... That room that we were in, Tim Tebow used for his green room with his entourage. Yeah, we were in the suite. That's the suite. Well, they I didn't, consider that a, a bunker It's really suite. funny that Dane failed to mention that to us. <laughs> I know, Dane. Dane. <laughs> but I'm surprised you didn't keep that envelope. I wanted to give that to uh, our uh, GM yeah. here. Our, I was going to sell it on manager. eBay, but some, I don't oh, know what happened to it. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. it said on the envelope, Tim Tebow. Yeah. 
It did. So, so that's he how you knew it, it belonged to him. Absolutely. Yeah. And okay. Dane told us, uh, he pointed out exactly where Tim stood when he gave somebody <laughs> a hug. And as he was giving that person a hug, our banner pole was right behind. So he would have seen us looking at Rick and Dan right Do you there. think Dane is hilarious. someone took a picture of him? With, with that behind. With, with us. Probably so, with us peeking out in the background. And what would our ag- agent say? Because there's got to be some type of He'd uh, have to pay fine. you for that photo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. Yeah, we need fine. royalties. Exactly. in our contracts. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow, this could, listen, this could catapult us out of our uh, mediocre <laughs> radio careers. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, like my. we're a part of the Tim Tebow entourage. Yes. In the green room, Joel Carpenter and Cheryl Hare. Uh, you said there were three. There are three. Are you sure that uh, maybe the third one is a straggler? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Hard to say. Good Samaritan Healthcare Center of Cobb. Their mission is to spread the love of Christ by providing quality health care to those in need. Uh, looking forward to talk with those in a few. You know, I, we like Fallon, Jimmy Fallon, right? Mm-hmm. All of mm-hmm. us here. We And Donna, my wife, loves Friday night when he does thank you notes. Right. Yeah. I may create this new feature called autocorrect. Because it seems like this happens to me like every single day. It's always fun getting texts from you, Rick. You never know what <laughs> they're going to say. Kind of like, <laughs> I just did one earlier in the week, and I still do. I don't know why I haven't learned from it, but uh, I never read it before I send it. Mm-hmm. That's and why. I've, and mm-hmm. driving now, I don't text anymore. I use the, while you're driving. You what do you call anymore. that? It's the, not, voice, the voice. Text, the voice right? text. Well, yeah. I, I mean, you can't read it while you're driving. Right. So I just assume that it's correct. So I speak into the you know the phone and then send it. Well, it yeah. has all kinds of. This is that is, why it always says, "Dang it, Siri, that's not what I said." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it says, "Dang, all right." That uh, this is what she said, uh, or what it said. Uh, let's see. I think it was Friday. Somebody was texting me, and I said, uh, "Thank you. The pleasure is all mine." <laughs> and instead of that, autocorrect said, "The lettuce is all mine." <laughs> What? Okay, well. You think there's I somebody who the messed lettuce. with that electronically That's is hilarious. probably laughing now. Oh, I'm oh sure, yeah. yeah. Figuring that some old guy like me has got the bad one. <laughs> right? Anyway. Uh, birthday today. John Lennon would have been 77. You know who that is? I do. Mm-hmm. Who is that? He was a Beatle. He was a Beatle. Yeah. <laughs> How many Beatles were there? Four. Four Beatles. Can you name the Beatles? No. No? No, I don't. Well, I John's one. I know, there. John. That's the only one okay. I know the name Maybe, of. Just think. Just think a little bit. What name Matthew, would it be? Matthew, Mark, and Luke. <laughs> and Luke. <laughs> and Ringo. Oh, Ring- yeah. Wasn't that one? Ringo was Ringo, one. That's... So there's two. What do you think the other two? The other two actually have, let's see, one oh, of them has. Oh, my gosh. Paul McCartney. Okay, there's three. Yes. You know the the fourth one. This one was. The... <laughs> Stop <laughs> helping her. <laughs> that's not fair. This is this is the silent beetle, basically, is what his this nickname his name was. His name was George? His name, hmm. <laughs> yeah. That just came to me. It did. John, like a voice from, <laughs> from the sky. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. John Lennon would have been 77. Uh, wow, those guys really changed uh, music as far as, you know, rock and roll. A lot mm-hmm. of people influenced today. I've got four Beatle songs, and I want you, Tiana, <sighs> I want you to... Finish the Beatle lyric. Will Uh-oh. you do that for me? Don't I'll, help her, Dan. I will okay. do my best. Really quick. I'll do my best. Now, your dad, Steve, would know this, no I, doubt. Okay. Right? Are you sure? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm sure he would. <laughs> and Jack, your uh, b- boyfriend, would know, I know that. Yeah. Oh, was I supposed to say that? Yeah, Did no, I that's say okay. That Today's our one month anniversary, everyone. Yeah. Happy month anniversary. Thank and, you. And she does know Jack. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know Jack. Okay, so here we go. You ready? First lyric, yes. uh, she's got a ticket to ride and she don't blank. 
She don't care. Very Mom. good. Is that right? Yeah. How about yes. that? You didn't know that? No. Did you guess that? Well, that's kind of... I mean, what else? No, it's almost don't, like wheel, don't it's, no. It's like Wheel of Fortune. I mean, come on, it's like <laughs> it could have been any word. Yeah. All right, here's another one. He's a real no man. Uh, uh, let me rewind. He's <laughs> a real nowhere man sitting in his nowhere blank car. <laughs> <laughs> Try again. World. Uh, that's pretty good, but no. Okay. He's a real nowhere man sitting in his nowhere. Home. Okay, land is land. the correct uh, yeah. answer. Oh, nowhere there. land. So you want yeah. your that rhymes with man. So oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> These are lyrics. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a song. It's a rhyme. <laughs> All right. Here's number three. Sitting on a cornflake, waiting for the blank to come. The snow. The what? The snow. The snow. Because <laughs> you said you got corn me on flake. that one. I don't know that one. Sitting, that's I am the walrus. Uh, come on, Dan. Waiting for the that walrus. Makes more to sense come? now why he was sitting on a corn. Didn't plate. Esther listen to the Beatles? No, your mom? No, she was your not. Your dad not didn't either, did no, they? No, no, they weren't really Beatles fans. No. Okay. All right. So did I say that one already? Sitting in a yeah. cornflake, mm-hmm. waiting for the van yeah. to come. All right. The last one here. Uh, he wear no shoe shine. He got toe jam blank. Blues. Toe jam blues. <laughs> <laughs> right again. One more time. You want me to read it? Here we go. Yes. Read it again. Yeah, uh, read yeah, it yeah. again. He wear no shoe shine. He got toe jam blank. Shoes. Uh, no. no. Okay. Close. The word foot in is it. Foot is in it. Football. Yeah. He wears toe jam football. Doesn't that rhyme to you? What's that the matter with you? That doesn't make sense to no me. Sense you whatsoever. kids these days. Okay, I know you, the song, but that doesn't Do you know what Beatles song I like? I've just seen a face. I have that on my phone. I've just seen a face. Yeah. I've just seen a face. I can't forget the time or a place where we just met. You know that song. Are you so. sure that's a Beatles song? Yes. We'll have to Google that, that one. Google that, Google that one. I don't have okay. my phone. All right, real quick. Why are you in this paper and what is it? Are those well, the people that tried to uh, jump on the stage with Tim Tebow this whole book? <laughs> no. What is This that? is Ambassador Marketing Magazine. They have a monthly magazine. Yeah. And so they emailed me asking if I would answer their question of the month because it's Pastor Appreciation Month, right. who my favorite pastor is, it which is. speaking of, everybody yes. should come to our Pastor's Appreciation event, which is on the 19th, since it's, you know, Pastor's yes. Appreciation Month, Way which will be really awesome. Hey, Good you're welcome. Thanks. Thanks. We're all going to be there. It's going to yeah. be a great day. A.R. Bernard's going to be there speaking, <laughs> <laughs> and it's only $10. You can register at faithtalkatlanta.com. Wow. She's good at that. Wow. <laughs> I, say, I think our jobs are in jeopardy. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, what is that now? What's what's the deal? So I they asked about my favorite pastor. So I talked about Louis Giglio, because uh-huh. I go I to Passion Rick was City. Your favorite pastor. Oh, really? I know. I, mean, I asked on. if I could choose Rick, and Adam said no. Oh, <laughs> I see. Blame okay. it on Adam. Yeah. Instead of a candy bar, x coming his way. Yeah. So awesome. Uh, maybe we could post that or yeah, something. Yeah, sure. So it's online Louis as well. is cool, even though he, he is really uh, calls cool. me Randy or Gina or whatever he calls me <laughs> in uh, Facing the Giants. Or what was the name of that book? Facing the Giants. Yeah. Was it Facing yeah. the Giants? I know. Goliath, Goliath must fall. Goliath, Goliath must fall. Must fall. Yeah, sorry. Come on, Dan. You should know that. <laughs> it's Monday. My brain's not working. I'm okay? old. I have an excuse. <laughs> We'll be right back. Uh, We'll uh, get Joel Carpenter and uh, friends from the green room. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Stay there. You're listening to Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Ratcliffe on Faith Talk Atlanta. All right, stop talking over there. It's time to have. That uh, was a good sign. I heard coffee. Uh, Rick, it's we're on the show. <laughs> the is it show on, is on now? Yeah. 
stop talking over there. I've only done this for over 35 years. I should know when the show's on, right? It's all right. Welcome to the Monday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am the talkative Rick Probst. (laughs) And I'm Dan Rackley. We need a longer break there. That break's just not long enough to bring people in. Who do we see about that? Aaron Aaron the Weatherman Williams, I think, is who Who we need to talk to. Who was just in here this morning in a good mood. So I'm feeling like I may ask for a raise for us. Oh, good. Today. Awesome. Awesome. Good to have uh, the gang here from... Uh, the Good Samaritan Health Center. We got to my left here is the good Dr. Joel Carpenter. Grant, we didn't get your name, so can we just make up one like sure. Grant Smith? <laughs> Absolutely, that uh, work. Grant Cole will work. Okay, okay. Grant Cole. Yeah. Grant Cole. All right, that's yours. Let's do that one. And then Cheryl Hare Hair, is on yes, the sir. other microphone. Cheryl, and there's headphones there too, if you would like. I know we're just kind of. Uh, wild and and willy there so yes can, we are indeed it's one of those days it's monday for us tiana just comes in and just messes things up and right. goes and gets the guests. we were already messed up enough from being gone at catalyst last <laughs> week and uh, <laughs> you know just getting back into the swing of things here so awesome it's good to have you guys uh thanks for taking time out uh, with us and we talk a little bit about the doctor you've you've done some missionary stuff in tanzania from what i understand we'll talk a little bit about you and what you guys do uh together uh, how long has this been going on, the uh, Good Samaritan Health Center? We're in our 12th year, right? We are. We're has it been that long? Year. A little closer to the microphone. We are. It's been 12 years we've been we've been serving our patients in Cobb County, Douglas County, and Paulding. Yeah, in January, we just crossed 200,000 patients wow. that we've been able to My see. That's awesome. In the surrounding area. Hmm. Yeah. So for 12 years, you've been doing that. And I want to get to the point of where we find out how it all began, whose idea was it. And uh, for 12 years, you've gone through a lot. You've, you've got a big, huge bit vision. No doubt there there's a bigger vision as we look uh, ahead, right? Because you said how many, again, how many patients you've got? Well, we have... crossed 200,000 in January. Yeah. So we're probably getting close to, what, around 220 now, I guess. I think we're getting close to 300,000 patients, actually. Really? And yeah. there are probably patients out there that need to be seen that haven't been been seen yet, right? Oh, yes. I mean, there's so many out there, and that's why you're here today. We want to talk more about that. So, uh, Doc, can I call you Dr. Joel? That's great. Is that all right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So you've been a doctor. How long have you been a doctor? About 10 minutes? No. How long have you been, <laughs> how long have you been a doctor? I graduated in 1989. 1989. You uh-huh. can do the math. Yeah. Well, I could do the math, but I'm 57, <laughs> and I don't know the new math. Um, so what got you involved? Uh, why Why was it your passion to be a doctor? Is it something you always wanted to do as a child, or is there somebody that influenced you and you thought, you know what, I want to help people? I want to be a doctor. How'd that, how'd that happen for you? When I was in high school, I was really good at math. I was really good at science yeah. and really good at music, believe <laughs> it or not. Really? Uh, play piano and sing. All right. And went into college. I went to King's College out in New York mm-hmm. and uh, majored in all three until... Majored in all three? In, music and science and math. Wow. Are you kidding me? And Man. until after my... Uh, sophomore year, I went on a mission trip to Honduras. Uh-huh. I was not a doctor, so I was doing blood pressure checks and holding flashlights while the dentist was pulling teeth. And during that trip, I felt like God spoke to my heart and said, you're supposed to be a missionary doc. Wow. And I, I dropped the music major and the math major and kept <clears throat> going with the pre-med chemistry. So was that because you were the only one who didn't pass out while watching them pull teeth? <laughs> <or>? <laughs> no, that not at all. painful, okay. doesn't it? <laughs> it does sound no. painful. I think it takes special people. By the way, I didn't mention this. This is National ER Nurses Week. So thank you so much, Anna Foshi, mm. friend of mine, and Kathy Radcliffe. Yeah, Kathy Radcliffe. Who are ER nurses. 
and uh, they're in the the trenches, mm-hmm. right? We love them and appreciate them. Appreciate doctors and all those involved as as well. So, uh, wow. So, do you play at all anymore? Do you play for fun, or as you just kind of said, that's it? I'm never going to touch it again. I continued to play and help lead worship in churches in America. But, oh, well. But once I went to Tanzania, that kind of stopped. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Not so. many not many pianos in Tanzania? Or were you just, <laughs> well, I know. Were you just, just too busy? Or I was too busy. Yeah. Yeah. So you went through med school, and uh, Tanzania wasn't your first mission trip, right? You said you went on Honduras. No, no I've, I've been on multiple mission trips to Central and South America. Wow. How did yeah. you get from all those uh, missions trips to – how long did you spend in Tanzania? Was it a lengthy period of time? Seventeen years. Seventeen wow. years. Yes. Hmm. Wow. What was it? What was, the, what was the drawing to Tanzania? Why Tanzania? I went uh, on this this missions training course called Discipleship Training School mm-hmm. that YWAM Youth with a Mission mm-hmm. does. Yeah, we know and, YWAM. Uh, sure. On the outreach again, I went to South America. I was in Guyana and Suriname and French Guyana. But at the end of that time, I felt like God said, "Joel, you're supposed to be a missionary doc somewhere where there's mostly Muslims or Hindus or Buddhists." Mm. Did you argue with God at all when he said that? <laughs> well, I, I thought he was leading me to South America, so and I had started learning a little bit of Spanish, but um, no, mm. I, I didn't argue about okay. that. Well, what I did argue about was I was still single, and then, uh, and then when he uh, said he actually used the um, promise keepers. Yeah, you, got, sure. you all know about right. that. Oh right? yeah, uh, I was in Tennessee at the time, and I went to a, a promise keepers meeting in the big football stadium there in Knoxville, and he really kind of kicked me in the backside and said, you're supposed to be a missionary, Doc. What are you still doing in America? And wow. I, and I kind of, you know, I'm I'm still single. God, you know, I really <laughs> want to get married before you. I go over there, but if you say so, I'll right. go. And so I finally said, yep, I'll do it. And uh, I, I got on the phone with, at that point, I was I felt like God was leading me to go out with the Evangelical Free Church Mission. Sure, I got on the phone with their missions director, and and uh, he said we could use you in China or we could use you in Tanzania. And uh, I was afraid to try to learn Chinese. So I, <laughs> anyways, no, it's a very I, difficult <laughs> language, yeah. from what I understand too. To I pick up. I went there for a ten day mission, uh, just to check it out. You know, trip. Mm-hmm. vision trip and and then felt like god said yep this is the place so that's where i was for so what, 17 years what kind of things did you see in tanzania health wise i'm sure probably much different than what we have here in america what kind of things did you see uh the number one diagnosis was malaria wow. that, that everybody coming in with a fever that was the first thought i had it was mm-hmm. probably malaria mm-hmm. whereas in america you, that's not the number Don't one think that at all yeah <laughs> right. right not at all but uh other than that, I mean, high, people have high blood pressure and diabetes, and and, and they get strokes and uh, you know stomach ulcers, mm-hmm. and there's a lot more worms and a lot more fungus infections and stuff. But uh, other than malaria, it was pretty much the same. Okay, okay, you've got yeah. me on the edge of my seat here. You were there for 17 years. Did you find a wife there, I or what? Did. You, <laughs> you left us hanging. What's going yeah. on? Yeah, uh, five years after. Going and obeying God. Yes, he brought Deborah. Her her name is spelled just like Deborah, but mm-hmm. it's pronounced Deborah. 
oh, okay. into my life. Uh, she uh, was in her internship. She's a medical doctor also. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So uh, one of the Baptist missionaries brought her over. and I, I had put the word out that I needed a part-time assistant at our mission clinic. And <laughs> yeah. A wife! Of, yeah. <laughs> I need a wife! Is that what we're <laughs> calling it these days? <laughs> uh, anyway, the Baptist missionary brought her over, and I couldn't. She was too busy. Uh, interns are always too busy. Sure, to, but, sure. But uh, I called her up the next day and said, how about dinner? And she said, okay. So, hmm. Oh, wow. That was easy. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Anyways, and six months later, uh, we were married. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So two doctors in the family. That's, uh, yeah. that's pretty cool. You guys have kids, children? Yeah, we have twin boys, 10 years old. Wow. Yeah. How about that? What an amazing story. And so uh, Tanzania for 17 years. And then from there, at what point did you find out about uh, uh, Good Samaritan Health Health Center? I came back a year ago, July. My dad was failing health with mm-hmm. Parkinson's, and uh, uh, our family was helping take care of him at home, and we took turns. And uh, I worked part-time at Rochelle Community Hospital. That's up in Illinois. Mm-hmm. And then um, my dad just died in August. No, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And the funeral was uh, on a Friday, and the the following Monday I started work on August fourteenth. There, uh, Good Sam. Wow. I found out about, I found out about Good Sam. I don't know, maybe six months before that. So about last spring. Did okay. you ever think you would end up here in Atlanta? Well, because my wife worked. Uh, for seven years, the last seven years at the CDC in, oh, okay. in Tanzania. Okay. That, that, kinda, kinda that, that was yeah. the likely place that she would get a job here. Right. Okay. And so awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's do this. Let's go ahead and take a hard break and we'll get back into the story, talk more about the doctor. And uh, I love Good Sam. I just love how you say that, Good Sam. Mm-hmm. We'll call that the Good Sam Healthcare Center in Cobb. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Stay right there. You can tune in anytime you like, but you can never leave. Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Radcliffe on Faith Talk Atlanta. Loving it. It is the Monday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. Happy Monday. Good to have the gang from Good Sam Health Center of Cobb County. While the break was on, we were talking about how it all began. And it's really a great story. We're going to get into that in just a second. Grant Cole, Pastor Grant, uh, Pastor, had this vision some 12 years ago. And look at it now. We'll find out where it's going as uh, as well. We had talked earlier about uh, the pastor's appreciation event that coming up on the nineteenth. I can't believe that's next Thursday next already. Thursday, yeah. we'll be doing the show live. I believe that's the last I yeah. heard from our executive uh, producer, Adam the Beard, Samurai Man Bun, No Socks, Hollywood. Just say No Asher. His name gets longer and longer <laughs> every week. I don't yeah. know what it is. You know, next time he better bring me coffee, or there'll be another word <laughs> yeah. in that name, and uh, I don't know that we can say that. We'll uh, just say No Coffee in front of the it? pastor yeah. here. But anyway, uh, that's coming up. You can sign up, find out more. Faith Talk. Atlanta.com. Tomorrow, David Delk back again? Yep. He's bringing somebody else. He's got so many highly influential people that he works with. Well, that's uh, true. And they make him look better. I was going to so. say, like a bad rash, he's yeah. back again. He's but back anyway, again. he's yeah. bringing good stuff. So mm-hmm. that'll be tomorrow. And then on Wednesday, the gang from 
Food for the Poor will be here. We're going to talk about Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Is that how you pronounce it? Puerto Rico. I used to say Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. <laughs> That's how Americans say uh, it. But they got slammed by both Irma and Maria, and I think it's like 10% of the island or the area uh, only, that's the percentage of electricity right. there. A lot they were of folks, expecting electricity to be out for up to six months for a lot of people. My gracious. Yeah. So we've uh, kind of switched, and we're heading toward that raising uh, funds uh, for them. They'll be here on Wednesday. Todd and Paul. What is Paul's last name? Not Jacobs. Ma- Jacobs. Yeah. I just could not find that name mm-hmm. this morning. I thought McCartney, McCartney. No, <laughs> yeah, it's not, not McCartney. McCartney, no. Todd Chapman and Paul Jacobs. Anyway, it's good to have uh, the guys here, uh, Dr. Joel Carpenter, uh, also, uh, Claire, I almost said Claire. It's not Claire. <laughs> it's Cheryl. Sure. Maybe I should you put just, them together there. You know, should I just share. go home and you do the show by sure. yourself with these Claire guys? Claire hair doesn't match. My last name is hair. So Claire <laughs> okay. hair is not Claire so hair. good, but Cheryl is better. Okay. Cheryl hair and, uh, Grant Cole, the founder, pastor and founder of, uh, the, uh, the good Sam health center of Cobb County. Let's do this. We've got the good doctor that is a part of it now. Let's go from the very beginning, since we're in this part of the show. Some, how many years ago did you get this idea? It's been going for twelve, but you yeah, got it was an actually idea. seventeen years ago. It took a little while to get years? it going. Wow. Yes, it did. How yes. did you get the idea? What's the deal? How did it begin? Well, what we had a um, an outreach ministry through our church called Parents with a Purpose, and uh, we you know do all kinds of things in the community. But we had a lot of people coming for assistance, mm-hmm. whether it was rental assistance or, or whatever it may be. And so we decided to start doing budgets with people to uh, find out what is the issue. How are these people making it? What's bringing them to this place where they actually need this this help? And what we found was is that there was two things knocking them out of budget, health care and car care. Mm-hmm. And so at first the vision was to build a clinic and a garage both at the same time. And I, I love, love that, that idea. <laughs> it's so cool. And, uh, but what we found out was that people who were interested in health care weren't they were interested in cars. And, <laughs> and we found some local mechanics that were honest guys and love people. And so we've, we've worked with them in the community. Health care was the big issue. Yeah. And uh, whenever you say I started it, well, I wrote the mission statement, but God put together a team very early. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were sharing out there in the waiting room uh, some of the miracles that took place right in the beginning. But at the very first, I guess, have you ever heard of Good Samaritan in Atlanta? Mm-hmm. Well, someone told me that they had a great model. So <clears throat> I went uh, went down there to go on a tour. And uh, before I left my office, I wrote a, a mission statement. Mm. I said, you know, what are we going to do here? So I just briefly wrote to demonstrate the love of Christ by providing quality health care to those in need. I got downtown, talked to Dr. Warren at Good Samaritan in Atlanta. I said, do you have a mission statement? And his was to spread the love of Christ by providing quality health care. Oh, wow, that's cool. Within Mm. one word. Mm. And I thought, well, we're on the same page. Well, they had just had a – they'd only been in existence a year, and they just had a uh, board meeting, and they prayed for someone to help duplicate their model. Mm. And then they did a uh, survey of where their patients were coming from. They were right there on Alexander Street Mm -hmm. where they've now built the aquarium. And uh, there were more people coming from Cobb County to Atlanta looking for services Mm. than any other place. Wow. 250 a month. And so we began to see God's hand in this. And so we just began to put it together. I went to... um, study a man's uh, medical practice named Dr. Jack Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was uh, very uh, instrumental in, in uh, helping to expand the, um, the Kennestone uh, Wellstar right. um, complex there, that 55 Witcher Street, and shared the vision with him. And make a long story short, he actually retired 
and came and worked four years for free. Really? To help get this thing off the ground. Wow, that's so cool. And then the way the community just came together. You know, Walton Communities became a part of it. You know, I always get tickled how our our streetlights were donated by Cobb EMC and we're not even a customer of them. (laughs) I mean, it was just like people in the community just kept coming together it was actually like watching God build something. Wow. It really was that that um, that miraculous. How cool! Yeah. All right. So, how do you guys? Um, how, how does it run? Do, do people have to be at a certain income level or no insurance? How does how does it all work? Well, when we first started, the only qualification was you could not have insurance. Okay. Because that's who we were after was the uninsured. Hmm. And um, of course, now that that uh, the healthcare structure is changing, we are taking some insurance, but actually, it's a very small percentage. Right. Uh, there are a lot of people out there who still don't have insurance, mm-hmm. and um, it's like sticking your finger in a dike. And there is a sliding scale uh, that people, um, you know, come on as and pay a percentage and so forth. But you know what uh, really touches me is that when we when we began this, we wanted to provide quality healthcare, right. and, and we've done that. In our uh, community of electronic medical records, which we've had that since the beginning, we knew that was the way the country was going. We've actually been the number one health center for, what, seven years nine. or eight? Nine, nine years nine in a years. row. Really? Yeah. Between all the, all the uh, health care centers in our, in our community of electronic medical records, which is hundreds of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, huh. But to this day, when you look at, the, look at the reports, our average patient pays $26. And it actually costs us about 140 to see them. So we raise that money in the community. Right. And that's where Cheryl comes in. She's come in. Uh, she's like our development director and builds these relationships with the community and so forth because it's supported by the people of God. It mm-hmm. really is. It's wow, an amazing that's really practice. cool. So she's the one knocking on doors going, <laughs> hey. But, you know, after what, you say 12 years now, I'm sure that uh, a lot of the community already knows what you guys are doing, right? We always want to uh, find, you know, let other people know more. But what are they saying? What's the community saying about this? They've got to be pleased with it because it's taking care of people. Oh, it has. You know, when when we the the land that we have was actually donated, so it wasn't really planned. It was in a perfect area. It was a a very rough area. It's actually come up some since we've been there. But we, um, we're actually 4.1 miles from the Kennestone, uh, where Wellstar is, the Kennestone mm-hmm. District, mm-hmm. 4.1 miles from the, the Cobb Hospital District. And so as a result, when we opened up, emer- they saw an immediate a decrease in people using the emergency rooms for a practical doctor. And that right. was all the uninsured. Right. Yeah. They had nowhere right. else to go, so they would go to the emergency rooms. So they've become big partners with mm-hmm. us. And uh, you're right. It's like just about everyone knows about Good Samaritan in our community because so many people have come together. And Talk they love to us because we've become their medical Step home. Step up to the mic there. If you they love us because we've become their medical home. They can depend on us for their dental care. They can depend on us for their medical care. We do prescription assistance program. Um, we do health education. We, if you are diagnosed with diabetes and you don't have a clue how to treat that, mm-hmm. then you come in and, and our people spend time with you telling you this is what you should eat, this is what diabetes is, and it's always done in a very culturally, linguistically appropriate manner. Mm. And so we love our patients, and they've come to depend on us mm. to be their health care. Now, Grant, as a pastor, talk about some of the ministry opportunities you guys have had through through this. Well, um, you know, it's, it's wonderful, and really we're looking for more ministry partners. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a prayer room uh, where um, we would love to have pastors there every two hours. We have two-hour um, windows where you can come in and actually pray with the people. Um, that frees up our doctors. We have, you know, most of our doctors, you know, they're all going to be believers mm-hmm. and so forth. 
But they need to be looking after the physical needs yeah, of the right. patient. Yeah, yeah. Right. They need to be sending them when they recognize that there's a spiritual need, having someone there. So we're looking for more ministry partners. But there's a lot of ways to help. They find out uh, a lot of times that they have other needs in their lives. And so like Parents mm-hmm. with a Purpose, where we do a lot of different things, especially for single-parent families. You know, we jump in there and help with other issues and mm-hmm. so forth. Awesome. What have you seen over the years, uh, patients? What are they? Some patients, I'm sure, keep coming back because they have other needs or whatever. What do they say about you guys being there and helping them on so many levels? Well, let me give you an example. Dr. Carpenter just shared at our last board meeting. I had someone who was paying a thousand dollars a month for their for their medicine, and now they get it for ten dollars a month. Right? Thousand dollars a month. What do you think that they're saying about us? The, wow. the patient actually couldn't afford a thousand dollars a month, so yeah. he stopped the medicine, and his ulcerative colitis was getting worse. Right. And so when when he came to us, and we we were able to, it was not ten; it was twenty dollars a month. Okay. But uh, the, that's a huge difference. Yeah, he, yeah. Can, he can afford twenty dollars a month, and he's on the right medicine now, wow. and his ulcerative colitis is getting better. And wow. that's through our prescription assistance program. So our prescription assistance lead fills out all the paperwork and for, for name brand medications, hmm. fills out all the paperwork and for $10 can get three months supply of medications. And then we also have a generic medication program where they order the generic medications and get them at a very severely reduced amount. And then we pass that on to our patients, which that's how that patient got $20 worth of medications. Hmm. It's incredible. So helping them meet their physical needs that that opens up the door to help meet their spiritual yes. needs as well. Wow. We also have one in dental. We, um, we had a patient come in who's been a patient of ours for a while, who's been through chemotherapy, and the chemotherapy mm. destroyed her teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so um, she came in, and she was so frightened. She was so scared. Um, and she told Dr. Hansard, that's our, med- our dental director, mm-hmm. she told Dr. Hansard about her fears. And so Dr. Hansard and our wonderful Jania, who's one of our dental assistants, they had to extract all of her teeth. So they sang her through the procedure. They sang wow. hymns to her through the procedure. Wow. And when I talked to her on the phone, <laughs> she was like, I love Dr. Hansard and I love that sweet Jania. And she can't <laughs> wait to come back. Now I ask you, who wants to go back to the dentist? Yeah. I mean, really. But they're going to help her get her dentures and everything. And, and so she loves Good Sam mm. because she sees that they, they attended not only to her dental health, but also to her spiritual health. Yeah. I love that. And, Doc, how about this now? I've just had a brainstorm, all right? Because you're a medical doctor. Could you play the piano and do your doctor's <laughs> check at the same time? I'd be kind of hard. I think it's huge. <laughs> we can set up that piano for you. Right? I love that. It's your little keyboard. No or pressure. a guitar. You can yes. use one of those and you can just do whatever. That's just me. But, you know, I, I love that, though. We want to get down to more about what these guys are doing. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. Faith Talk Live. Just when you thought it was safe to turn on the radio, it's Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Radcliffe on Faith Talk Atlanta. I got this feeling inside my bones. I think it's Monday, the Monday edition of Faith it is Talk Monday. Live. <laughs> Leave it to Dan yeah, to uh, tell me Monday. straight and to the point. It is Monday, but it's a great Monday because we have the guys here from uh, Good Sam Health Center of Cobb spreading the love of Christ by providing quality health care to those in need. And as we talk to them while the breaks are going on, I mean, this is just phenomenal. You can go to, what is it, uh, goodsam.org? Goodsam? Goodsamcob.org. Okay, that's the place to go to to find out right. more. And we'll get the long and short of uh, how you guys are funded 
uh, you're funded a little bit by the patients and some by the government and some by donations. We'll get into that in just a second. Tomorrow's show, uh, Dr. David Delk will be in the studio. And I can't remember who he's uh, bringing. I don't remember It's either. not Bo Wisdom this time, I don't no, think. No, it's not Bo Wisdom, <laughs> no. He's already been in. <laughs> but he's bringing uh, someone in. We'll talk more about the uh, FCA, what's going on there. Uh, then uh, Food for the Poor coming up on uh, Wednesday as we raise funds for those uh, folks in the Caribbean and in Puerto Rico. Say that again. Very good. You did it right. Did Puerto I say Rico. that? Well, Puerto I, okay, Rico. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Maybe maybe I'll just say that a lot and then I'll be prepared for Wednesday. Okay. Tina Klein coming back on uh, Friday, balanced running. We're gonna She'll talk run about, in probably, yeah, knowing <laughs> no, her. No doubt. And she always brings goodies, right? Yes, she I does. mean, good for you goodies. Yeah. So cakes and pies and cookies and then she... And, and like cups and, and hats and, bags and all kinds and of stuff. All right. Yeah. So if she's listening and yeah. watching and or watching, she can just... We're expecting that, great things, That's a huge hint right there. <laughs> anyway, great show either way. Whether she brings anything or not, she's uh, she's such a doll. But she'll be coming in on on uh, Friday. And don't forget about the Pastor's Appreciation of it. You go to faithtalkatlanta.com to find out more. Okay, so we talked a little bit about the, just all the things that are going on there. You just said you just expanded... And uh, let's talk a little bit about how you are funded. You mentioned that it's kind of broken up in thirds, in a sense. We Cheryl. are. You know, we, we talked about we just expanded. Um, I would mention we are debt-free. We expanded with no debt. God saw fit to pay it all off, mm. and it was his timing. So we are so very grateful for that. But we are one-third, one-third, and one-third supported, meaning one-third is a federally qualified health clinic, so we get a little bit of money from the federal government. Mm-hmm. One-third is patient revenue, so they pay their average of $26, and that is patient revenue. And then the other third is donor-supported and grants. So we write grants to different foundations, and then our donors are our patients and our people who believe in the mission that we have, uh, that God has set forth and choose to support us. And they are working and partnering together to help further this kingdom. It is a kingdom vision. And so they are donor-supported. And so we have our monthly donors. We have our one-year one-time-a-year donors, um, and we are very grateful for them. Can people do that through the website? Good they Sam, can. GoodSamCobb.org. Uh, There's okay. a button on there that says Donate Now, um, and you can just go and click on that and donate now. Okay. And awesome. it's very simple. We take credit cards. How easy is that? All right. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> easy. <laughs> uh, so you, no doubt you've had uh, folks that have been on board for the from the very beginning. What do your donators say, those that donate and that have seen firsthand what are they saying about this why is it what what drives them or what's their passion in giving to you well, i think their passion in giving is seeing a kingdom purpose because we keep first things first the first thing first is to share jesus that is the first thing we want to share the love of christ so that everybody knows who leaves that clinic that they are loved and they are cared for and god has a plan for their life that mm-hmm. is first things first second thing is to deal with their their health issues they come to us broken broken and spiritually mm-hmm. broken physically and so the, the our donors totally get on board with that and they see the kingdom purpose behind this um and i think that and brant can probably speak into that as well cuz he's been such a long time supporter but the you know they see the reason behind everything mm-hmm. behind the hurting people amen and then I'd just like to add this, too. Uh, one of the things that I've, I've noticed that our donors love is that we're continuously give them, giving them reports of what their money has actually done. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, if you give $100 to Good Sam, uh, very often a report, a quarterly report will come out where we provided $1,600 mm-hmm. worth of goods and services for wow. that, plus shared the gospel. Wow. And one thing that I love about it as a pastor 
is that like these two stories that you heard about the um the you know the reduction in the medicine and this lady who was so afraid with her you know these are these are fresh things this just happened in the last week or two mm. it's like whenever you go to good sam you're never sharing testimonies of way back when mm-hmm. you know as a pastor i get tired of hearing what god did in the day i want to know what is he doing today yeah and there's something going on there there's a testimony every single day so when donors come we're not talking about what happened way back when Sure, we may share the roots of it like we have here today, mm-hmm. but all the testimonies are fresh because they're happening continuously each and every day. What has God taught you through through this through this ministry and setting up this ministry and everything? What has He taught you personally? Well, uh, one thing that that He has really taught me is that if He wants to do it, He'll do it. Hmm. And uh, when we first started this, you know, our church was not a large church; it was way beyond us. And so, like, we've never borrowed one dime to do this. I think debt gets a lot of churches uh, in mm-hmm. trouble. Uh, what God is perfectly capable of building as you go, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what is done with Good Samaritan. Um, he has really taught me to trust in him and to rest on him and just to follow him. I see a lot of people with a vision, and it's almost like they're trying to get God to do what they want to do. Mm, well. Listen, God has so much for us to do. The way we started this was, listen— if you don't want a clinic, Lord, that's fine. We believe you do. But if you don't, it's okay because I know you have other things to do that we can be doing. <laughs> so if you want to do this, we are ready to follow you. Hmm. And it really was amazing watching how it came together, the way he would set up divine appointments. I was sharing a little story that uh, when we were going to put together a strategic plan, I went to a seminar at Kennesaw State University to hear a, uh, a speaker on strategic planning. And as I'm listening, I said, Lord, you know, I can figure this out, but why not give me the expert? Give me that guy, the guru. And, you know, he ended up becoming a board member. Hmm. He ended up putting together a strategic plan. Kennesaw State University even donated our office space to begin with. Just divine appointments and favor like that. It's just, you know, I've come to a point where I want to know what is it that you want to do, Lord, because that's where I want to be. That's when I'm going to see the fruit. That's when it's going to be exciting. That's when you see the miraculous. Wow. What what have you seen as far as uh, the church is concerned? Them seeing God in action in this whole thing. How do they respond to that? They must be they must be off the hook, right? Yes, it really is. You know, there's a you know, it is a, it's a little bit discouraging sometimes when you see how and I'm a pastor, so I understand it. I'm not criticizing it. But you know, we're so overwhelmed with what we're doing, okay? But when a pastor comes in there, and I I challenge any pastor in Cobb County to come in because you're probably going to run into somebody in your church Mm. that's going to be right there in the waiting room. Mm. And when you see a place that is 100%, just like Cheryl said, our first is Christ. It is to Listen, you could even drop the quality health care to spread the love of Christ. That is really our mission. But we do that providing quality health care to those in need. Mm. And so, you know, as a pastor, as a Christian in the area, as a church, we are 100% sold out to Jesus. We will never back up on that ever. Okay, so you know that when you're sowing your seed, it is kingdom. Mm-hmm. It's kingdom it is kingdom purpose, and uh, we love everybody. We awesome. are very blessed to have so many strategic partners in our churches, too. We have our churches that refer patients to us. They come through us through their churches, through different various local ministries. So we've got those partnerships set up that if someone comes to the local church and says, you know, I've got this, or I'm I'm sick, or my heart is fluttering. What can I do? I don't have insurance. And mm. we take those referrals from those churches, and they are allowed to come to Good Sam. Mm. So wow. we are very blessed for our partnerships. And we are very blessed for our strategic partnerships in Wellstar, um, Cobb EMC. We've got some great people who 
who believe in the mission that we're doing. Awesome. You guys are doing amazing things. We appreciate you. And folks can find out more about you. Go to your website, and it's goodsamcobb.org. And you can give, and you can find out. Stop by and see them. I'd love to give them a tour. Yeah. Yeah. They can give me a holler, call the, the, the number on our website, and ask to have a tour, and I'll be happy to show them around. All right. Awesome. We appreciate you guys. We appreciate your, we appreciate your passion, you. your vision, and uh, we look forward to more uh, hanging with you guys. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Tomorrow's going to be another great show. Everybody have a great Monday. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. See you. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.